This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Matt Gates, right, he doesn't need government to function. He doesn't need Congress to function. In fact, it's, it's probably better for Matt Gates if, it, if it's dysfunctional. It's just, you know, there it is. There, there they go again, proving my point. See, see what I said? Um, so, yeah, he doesn't really care about a shutdown. He doesn't care about, um, you know, the House and Senate and appropriators coming together and using the top line numbers. That's not what Matt Gates is measured by. He's measured by these speeches on the floor and being disruptive. And that's what he's here to do. And <laughs> he's doing a good job of it right now. Use power and, 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 and violence to overtake governmental institutions. I think post-January 6th, yeah. all those arguments about, oh, no, this, is, this isn't fascism, yes. have gone out the window oh. over the past week. We've seen him talking about, you know, uh, uh, executing a chairman of the Joint Chiefs. Yeah. We have his his number one competitor talking about the day that he gets into office, he's going to start slitting the throats so, of federal yeah. employees. I could go down the list. It's all there. Paul Gozar, uh, Paul Gozar saying what he was saying. Donald Trump mocking Paul Pelosi, almost yeah. getting killed by, by a, 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 a hammer to his head. And by the guy audience, who believed in MAGA conspiracy. By the guy who believed in MAGA conspiracy theories. And the people in the audience, most disturbingly, yeah. were dying laughing over the fact that yes. Paul Pelosi had had his brains bashed in by a hammer. Are we are we free to say that this is approaching sort of a fascist sort of well, ideology? You say it's not just approaching; we're beyond it, right? Yes. I was saying I was saying on this network in 2020. I was saying in my writing in 2019. This is authoritarianism. This is fascism. People have to calm the hell down. Everyone used to cite a guy called Robert Paxton, who's one of this country's leading historians of fascism, and he would say Trump's not a fascist. He doesn't meet the definition of fascism. Guess what he said on January the sixth? I was wrong. He's a fascist. Okay. Even Robert Paxton comes out and says he's a fascist. Right? He's got armed militias. He's inciting violence. Now he's straight up channeling Adolf Hitler and Richard Godwin, who came up with Godwin's law that you shouldn't just compare everyone right. to Nazis. Remember what he said after Charlottesville? Go ahead, call them Nazis. Like, we're at that point now where we have to call what we're seeing in front of our eyes what it is. Otherwise, we're doing an injustice to our readers, our viewers, our listeners. Yeah, I, I admit this among the many crazy and offensive Trump statements in recent days. He also told the right wing website that undocumented immigrants are, quote, poisoning the blood of our country, which is a straight up white supremacist neo-Nazi talking point. Tara, I mean, one of the thing, one of the interesting issues here, you could tell from Fox cover yesterday that Rupert Murdoch was unhappy with this. He was very mad. Um, they were very, they were, they were upset by this whole thing, which is why they were trying to blame the Democrats. But there is, of course, now this, this other kind of competitor ecosystem, sort of even more MAGA than Fox, right? Um, this is Annie Carney writing in the New York Times about Bannon's role in this. Uh, 
Uh, that's the two-shirted strategic genius and also podcast host who, in past decades, right-wing rebels on Capitol Hill have encountered trouble getting real traction, shunned by lobbyists and big-money political action committees, excluded from leadership suites in the Capitol, and disregarded by Fox News. But with the help of Mr. Bannon, who streams live for four hours every day, oh, my God, Mr. Gates and others who don't need to rely on any of that, how much do you think that's played a role here? Oh, a huge role. Um, I remember the fight back in 2015, um, and it, the dynamics were so different. And because of that alternative media ecosystem, they've created counter-Earth. They're <laughs> living in a completely different universe than what we live in every single day. But unfortunately, that universe is pretty vast when it comes to Republican voters and people who support Trump and, and MAGA. Um, they live in a different universe, and that universe consists of a lot of political nihilists and people who are rewarded for bad behavior. And I think that's something that the era of Trump has ushered in. The political incentives now for acting like an ass the way Matt Gates does and others in this caucus, um, it, they're rewarded with more attention. Look at Marjorie Taylor Greene. She was someone who was, was uh, untenable for a long time. And then she made a calculation, cozied up to McCarthy, got back on committees and became a star. He said, he, you know, he loved that woman. You know, I mean, these people, Lauren Boebert is still a member of Congress, for goodness sakes. And Matt Gates was able to successfully lead, uh, uh, you know, uh, an insurrection against the sitting speaker for the first time in history. So I think when you look at what Steve Bannon and these guys are doing, Bannon is the one who said, flood the zone with crap. Yep. <laughs> Except to use a different word. Um, he is not a person who supports democracy. He admires Lenin. These are illiberal populists. And these people are dangerous. And everything that you see now, it has trickled down into the, the way the House of Representatives is dysfunctional as hell. But everything they're doing from the way Trump behaves, what he says, the political violence, the rhetoric, the propaganda, the disinformation, undermining our institutions. This is all part of that ploy to undermine our democracy so that demagogues and dictators and people like, you know, Steve Bannon and the Matt Gaetzes of the world um, have power and influence for what? I don't know, clicks, viral moments, a, a podcast, a show on Fox. How about to uh, save your country? It is uh, Thursday, 5 October, the year of our Lord, 2023. The, uh, the vested interest in this country, and that would be a combination of uh, Wall Street, Silicon Valley, the tech oligarchs, uh, and their representatives here, the corporatists, the lobbyists, the K Street, and, the, and their marionettes here, their puppets here, the Uniparty, and particularly the Republican Party, establishment Republican Party, is very upset with you. They're very upset that you have a say-so. They're very upset that you get uh, your voice is heard. They're furious now, and they're going to get more furious. If you look at the uh, Mac Daddy on Drudge today... I've given that to Captain Bannon. I don't think I've posted yet. The Mac Daddy on Drudge is Biden builds a wall. The, we're going to play these cuts in a second of what MSNBC thinks of that. Also on Fox News, you know, Rupert Murdoch, he's not happy. Rupert Murdoch, the, the, the foreigners that own uh, Fox News are not happy. You see the barrage on Matt Gates. You see the barrage on the other eight. You see these people tweeting out about Matt Rosendale and, and all these heroes that stood in the breach and changed the direction of the country, representing you, representing the hobbits. The, fobbits, the hobbits finally had to say so. In uh, lead story in Fox Business on their website this morning, 
And this is from, uh, I believe, a Bob Dahl, who's a CIO of a major hedge fund. And I think he was on Mornings with Maria, right? Uh, headline, new data reveals a crash not seen since the Great Depression could hit the United States in, 1920, in 2024. I want to repeat that headline. New data reveals a crash not seen since the Great Depression could hit in 2024. Subheadline, if White House and Congress don't cut spending soon, the results could be catastrophic. What is the, 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 the axios of this, of this show has been to connect what they do here in Washington, D.C. for their corporate lobbyist, for their corporate lobbyist, all the way back to your district and to your house and to your life. And they hate that. Because right now you've seen what the con is. You've seen what the scam is. You've seen what the happy talk is. An invasion on the southern border that finally the mayor of Chicago is sitting there going, you got to stop it. Eric Adams is in Mexico, dressed like a tourist down there. Get Oscar Blue Ramirez and Ben Burkwam. Let's game down to the Darien Gap. In, 20, in October 2023, he's sitting there telling, hey, I'm telling everybody coming up, you can't come to New York City. You made it a sanctuary city. And now that it's uncomfortable for the elites in the Upper West Side and the Upper East Side, all of a sudden it's an issue. Biden's sitting there. Mallorca's sitting there. Oh, yeah, you know, Biden. But look at the Drudge Mac Daddy. Biden's going to build a wall now. Was Trump not called a racist by these same people that are pontificating on MSNBC and Fox News and CNN? Trump came down the escalator in June of 17. He was immediately called a racist. Immediately called a proto-fascist. Now he's a real fascist. Proto-fascist. Why? Because he could understand what was happening to our nation. And that was in the managed decline era. This is in the, to quote Natalie G. Winters our executive editor and co-host, accelerated decline. This is the bottom falling out. And they don't address all chaos in the house. This is chaos. Here's the chaos. We've added, and if uh, Grace and Mo have had a chance to put this up, and I think you got it to me this morning. It was in Kobayeski. Somebody sent it to me, the tweet from their newsletter. <laughs> we added, I think, $275 billion dollars yesterday to the national debt and to, this, to the deficit, this year's deficit, the new deficit, because of some Social Security payments going to be made by the fourth quarter, I think it was. But the tweet also said we've added essentially $2 trillion of new debt since the debt crisis deal. They got Garrett Graves. Garrett Graves cleaned himself up. He shaved. He's no longer trying to copy Steve Bannon. He's shaved. He's looking good. He's Cosmo man. He's over on MSNBC pontificating and, you know, pontificating, thinking deep thoughts, so just like Newt Gingrich, Levin, all the Fox News. Hey, go ask your paymaster, the foreigners, the two brothers who are two of the most progressive business executives on God's earth with their wives, a radical globalist Davos World Economic Forum, net zero carbon, Green New Deal, a global vaccine passport, okay, businessmen, Ask your paymasters what today. Yeah, you guys weren't happy yesterday because you got your ass kicked. Okay. And why would you get your ass kicked? Look at You want to see Fox versus uh, War Room? Just compare, compare 
the debate that happened in the House of Representatives. All you heard was mindless, mindless RNC talking points. This has been the most productive. We've been most productive. We got the, we got the gas stoves bill and we've done HR. You haven't shut the border. You haven't used your leverage on anything. You haven't had any investigations. You've sent out no subpoenas. Six million people, what, three million people are coming. Three million Visigoths are coming into the nation this year since you've been in power and you haven't lifted a finger except to pass a messaging bill. And then even didn't even have the common courtesy to, to when you did your phony CR, they took VE Verify out. You gave it away, boys. That's a tell. This is all about the donors. It's all about the lobbyists. That's why they regroup. All you beta males sitting there going, our nerves are very raw. You know, they go on TV. Our ner- David Joyce and, you know, uh, Gary Grace. Our nerves are very raw. They're very raw. It's like they had a funeral. You know why? We're having a wake for the lobbyists. They've been put on notice. You've been exposed. The debt deal that you did that is burying the nation. And I quote, and I quote from the Fox business, we're going to have a depression on the levels of the 1930s brought about by what you have done. Garrett Graves and McHenry with the bow tie. And of course, the hot dog salesman, the genius uh, McCarthy, formerly Speaker of the House, you gave Biden a second year. You gave these guys $15 trillion of spending, an unlimited deficit. We're added $2 trillion since your debt deal. This is a crisis. Don't check. Don't ask me. Call up now. Try to buy a house. Ask where a 30-year is. It's about 8%. Find out where the 30-year bond is, the long bond. over five. The 10-year, close to five. Your life is going to radically change. Your credit cards are blowing up. Your, your car loans are blowing up. If you have an adjustable rate mortgage, hello, get ready, get ready to to start throwing everything over the side. Because your financial security just took a shot below the waterline, just got a torpedo in it. You know who put the torpedo in it? The K Street lobbyists. And are they hurting? No, they are not hurting. As long as you get the CR and omnibus, as long as the imperial capital. I'm going to stop calling it Paris. Baghdad. Baghdad on the Potomac. That's what we got here. That's what you've got here. And they're angry. You wait to see what else are there. They think, oh, the, the invasion of the southern border is all a myth. It's a total myth. And they're angry at you for standing up and said, we've had enough of this, and we're not going to tolerate it anymore. You've destroyed the country enough. You've stolen enough. You've shipped enough over Ukraine. All of it's over. Back in a moment. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. 
Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Rope that works for Donald Trump. I mean, he learned in 2016 that he was not only a person who, a politician, a brand new one, who could ratchet up the concerns and fears of a portion of America. He could actually juice it. He mm-hmm. could, he could inflame it. And it was so successful for him for fundraising, for, for winning. I mean, ultimately he won on the backs of claiming, I am, I am going to protect you from these rapists. These Mexicans who are coming across the border and, to and, kill and, your and children. even when he was president of the United States, and he, he was, was using president. the old trope, go back where you came from, yes. to, to women who were, who were members of Congress born here. I mean, think about how much the ground, I mean, you all know this, how much the ground has shifted, as you were referring to, on all sorts of Republican talking points. Who would have thought that... Today, we would hear Republicans describing how the Department of Justice needs to be dismantled. Mm-hmm. Pro-law enforcement was right. a kingpin mm-hmm. of the of the Republican platform, um, attacking FBI agents for doing their job of investigating crimes. Pro-Russia. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought Republicans would be talking about how smart and, and, and together Vladimir Putin yeah. is? Who would have thought we would be describing immigrants? in the way we are when you compare it to George H.W. Bush in a um, in a, a campaign event with Governor Clinton at the time right. insisting that he, we cannot treat immigrants as you know guilty people who snuck in behind well, the and, borders we've got yeah. to embrace them and make them a beautiful part of this and, country and, a stronger and part again, of this I country. always bring up Ronald, Ronald Reagan on immigration for these people who claim that Reagan's their hero Reagan's final speech to America said when we stop allowing immigrants to come into this country we become old we become tired we're not talking okay Okay. there's six may listen to it listen to it this is all day long this is what they talk about in their cocktail parties embrace them it's beautiful thing in the month of september and you know this we've had people down there for years we're doing the real getting you the real information now you're hearing the happy talk spin is not you know and it only became remember it's only when the wealthy sections in Chicago and the Upper West Side, you know, the Seinfeld part of New York, the Upper West Side, and, of course, the establishment Republican Upper East Side. It's only when it became uncomfortable for them. All of a sudden, Eric Adams is down in Mexico. Uh, the, the radical nutcase mayor of Chicago is saying, hey, we got 17,000 here. They're in O'Hara Airport. You can't. We got you know, to do something. Only when it became only when the wealthy have had a problem. Have they care? They care about the Hispanic Americans in the Rio Grande Valley, Laredo, Texas, El Paso, where we built the wall down there, actually on the river itself, where we built it down in Texas on the Rio Grande. They got. They have any concern about those folks? Uh, no, they do not. They have any concern really about the folks in small town America that fentanyl and illegal and the illegal aliens have gutted these towns. The crime, the drugs. Have they care? No, they don't care. They could care less. 
You can't. In, in, in September alone, just the ones we know that that came in, they're not that they're illegal. They came in because it's not by any asylum law. That's all. That's all been torn up. That's twenty six. It's twenty two hundred sixty thousand people. That's twenty six combat divisions. A division is roughly ten thousand guys, men and women. Twenty six combat divisions. We've had three million this year. This is even the untold, you know, gotaways. Heck, Trump says it's ten million. I think the Biden's guys even admit this. They've allowed six million in. And we know from the Inspector General report, we don't know where they are because they put down McDonald's in Chicago, and that's okay, fine. She, he filled out that block, move along. And they don't do any DNA test. Refuse to do a DNA test. Why would you do that? Wouldn't we want to know that if these little children they're bringing in on their hips to get the 2200 and if the dad's got one on his hip, then it's 4500 bucks a month? Are you getting 4500 bucks a month? Remember, here's what the con is, and you should be extreme. Well, you decide if you're going to be angry or not. The Fox News guy, the, the CIO, the chief, I guess, investment officer, don't think he's chief information officer, the chief investment officer for this hedge fund, I think his name's Dahl, D-O-L-L, Bob Dahl, gives this interview, and he says, hey, you know, it's pretty straightforward. You do the math. I think we got a Great Depression coming because you're seeing a collapse of the bond market. You're, the infrastructure of the world's capital markets and the world's financial system was based upon zero interest rates because in the last crisis we had brought up, brought on by the wait for it the global elites you know Ron Suskin Suskine who, who's and and he is no he is not maga let's say he wrote a book in the about the early stages of the Obama administration called confidence men and you just realize Obama had no idea. He's just drifting in and out, right? He's just drifting in and out. These guys make it a, a conscious decision to save the elites by going to negative interest rates and flooding the zone with the, by the Federal Reserve of liquidity to save the elites in this country. And there are discussions at the, uh, the, the, the president of the, uh, of the Dallas Federal Reserve in these meetings at the Fed says, hey, you know, I got a problem with this because you're going to destroy the working class and middle class if we do this. This is protect the wealthy, and we'll have the greatest concentration of wealth in mankind's history, which at the time before the CCP virus and Biden is exactly what happened. The greatest concentration of wealth is on the most progressive president of uh, Barack Obama's watch. So don't sit here, and I don't want to hear about the, the, the pro wrestling down in the forefront, all the progressive nature of, of you guys on MSNBC with Obama. The greatest concentration of wealth allowed by government action in the nation's history at that time was on, Obama, was on Barack Obama's watch. And we've never recovered from that. We've kicked the can down the road. You've never recovered from it. You never got a bailout and you've never recovered from it. There was a slight time, a golden age, a mini golden age in, uh, in the Trump and particularly the year 19 when it kind of came together. You remember that? Low interest rates, uh, zero inflation or low inflation, low interest rates, low gas prices, low unemployment, uh, blue collar people. I don't need to go through the litany. You know it was good. In fact, some of you know it's so good that hate him and said, hey, I'll take that guy back. Mean tweets and all. But here we are today, and here's what they hate about the last couple of days. You finally, this is what they hated about Gates, and they're, and they're right now. The anger and vitriol of these beta males, of the beta males, because their lobbyists are telling them, hey, you want to get paid? 
You want your fees, you want to get paid, you want your kickbacks, you better get there and get angry because they're coming to expose the system and you better stop it. The number one thing they're focused on, they send everybody home. Instead of, instead of being here working on appropriations, instead of being here working on investigations, instead of being here getting work done like every American that's slaving away under this economy, instead of doing that, no, nah, they're back to the hinterland. So make sure you're up in your, their grill when you see them. Particularly my beloved South, being a Southerner, it's a disgrace of the Republican members of Congress from the South, from states like Arkansas and Mississippi and Alabama and Georgia and Texas and Oklahoma. You have not stood and delivered. You have voted for the globalist elite and your votes show it. You back McCarthy, you back the debt ceiling deal, you got Graves from Louisiana out there. This moron still doesn't quite comprehend what he did. He tried to promote it the other day. You destroyed the nation, asked Bob Dole on his thing. The government spending is a, and here's the thing, the law of large numbers, you're not going to be able to turn this around. God bless Boris. I love the pitch that, you know, Trump's energy policies in 2025, we're going to start paying down the debt. That's not going to happen. That is is as many changes as President Trump could do immediately. It will be to stabilize and to begin to turn around. And the first thing is you got to kill these two trillion dollar deficits. The Damocles sword over this republic was done by the elites in this country in the Uniparty. And that Damocles sword is a financial bomb of 33 trillion that's adding every second of every day. And we will never, ever, ever pay down one penny of the principal. The scramble now and the, and the fights now, and you have to have tough people and you have to have smart people have to be in there of how to stop, first off, just the ongoing deficits. If you don't do that, it just continues to accumulate. And then figure out how, to, how, to, how do you pay the interest. I love you, Boris, but we ain't going to be paying down any principal. I've done the math. Even as much as President Trump can turn around, if we can get 4% growth or 5% growth, which right now we're in the lost decades. We're like Japan. We're, we're like China. You're, you're at 1% growth, 1.5% growth. And that's with the jacked up federal spending. If you're under 40 years old, embrace this. And if you continue to vote for it, you deserve everything you get. Young women on TikTok, go ahead, do it. No problem. It's a free country. This is a democracy. You got every right in the world to put your opinion out and to get people to come to your side. I love that. I love that debate. But just remember, you continue to vote for this madness. You deserve everything you get on this. If you don't solve this, the country's gone. We did this to ourselves. We did this to, we did in 2008. In 2008, what Hitler and, uh, and Mussolini, and uh, Kaiser Wilhelm, and the Imperial General Staff of the Japanese, right? The Bolsheviks, uh, the, guy, the, the, the Kremlin, uh, the guys in the Soviet Union, the Kremlin, all of them. You add them all up together. Add them all up together. We've done more damage to ourselves in this republic and as these thieves here in the Imperial capital. That's what they are. They're thieves. 
They could come in here and put all the happy talk. We had the most successful. We had a gas stove bill, and we had a and and we had a messaging bill on on the border. Look at the border. Three million people have come across illegal aliens. I don't want to hear about your messaging bill. I don't want to hear about it. I want to know what you've done about it. I want to know what you defunded. I want to know by, why Mallorca still has a job. You're disgusting, and people are tired of it. The only thing they understand, this elite understands, is smash mouth. That's all they understand. Otherwise, they're going to roll you. Short break. Back in a moment. You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it. Because it just might. More than 35,000 wildfires have devastated the U.S. this year. The toxins and particles in wildfire smoke can penetrate our lungs and threaten our health. That's why EnviroCleanse developed military-grade air purification for your home. And they just announced their biggest sale of the year. Save a massive 30% off during their Labor Day sale. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That's why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air. Now's the time to save 30% off your air purification unit. Get the free air quality monitor and fast free shipping. That's a 250 bucks savings. Visit ekpure.com and use code Steve. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. Let me repeat, ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. Take action. Use your agency. Do it today. Get the benefits of the sale. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Uh, Natalie's going to join us in a second. She's got the part of this is all tied to Ukraine. Also, obviously, she's done some amazing investigative reporting. In fact, I think uh, Real Clear Wire has up. I think her story from yesterday. We're going to get to Natalie in just a in just a second. Uh, Congressman Troy Nels joins me, Congressman from Texas. Congressman, uh, thank you and, and thanks for jumping on the phone here. I really wanted to talk to you because you put out you put out a couple of tweets. You're, you're talking about President Trump uh, potentially being Speaker of the House. Can you inform our audience what 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 led you to think that and why you think it's a good thing? Well, because you just look at Trump's performance when he was our president. I mean, he solved many of our nation's ills. And you look at what we see today now with Biden, we got a crisis on every corner. and We didn't have these issues when Trump was president. I'm thinking he did such a fabulous job. He was the greatest president of my lifetime. If uh, he made America great again, why do we get Donald Trump to make Congress great again? I mean, we it seems right now we've got individuals that are vying that are going to run for Speaker of the House. I don't know if we can find consensus, find that candidate. Um, and I just think Donald Trump would be the perfect interim. He could stay there for 14 months, uh, be the Speaker of the House, continue to run for president, and then uh, after January, he could just move right over into the White House where he belongs. Congressman, give me, and particularly your thoughts and the thoughts of your constituents down there in, in Texas, uh, what are the one or two 
three things that you think is most important for a new speaker to, to, to have? And then why would Donald Trump be the perfect person for that? Well, because I just believe that I think the American people, they're begging for leadership. I think when you look at how the majority of the Republican Party looks at Donald Trump with these other candidates that have run, have chosen to run for president, Donald Trump is clobbering them all. He's beaten up on the, the governor of Florida. He, he's just he's running away with this. So obviously Donald Trump is the leader of our party. We need to embrace that. We need as a conference, a Republican conference, to to bring Donald Trump into the fold and let him continue to lead us as the American people, as the Republican Party has chosen Donald Trump. He will be our nominee. I think it just makes sense. If Donald Trump became our speaker, he's not going to ask anybody for anything. He's not going to ask anybody for anything. He's going to say, I want to come in here and I want to help achieve conservative bills, conservative legislation. I think Donald Trump would go in there. The first thing he'd do is let's, let's get these appropriations bills passed. We didn't do it. We didn't do it. We have to do a CR. So I think Donald Trump can take that leadership into the House of Representatives. We get united behind him, and then uh, let's get him to be the 47th president. The mechanics of this, I take it uh, you guys are home now, and people are talking to their constituents about, uh, about uh, their thoughts of what happened over the last couple of days. Do you... Um, there's going to be a conference. I think when you guys get back, when you guys return on, because uh, Monday I think is Columbus Day, when you get back on Tuesday, I think the first day you're going to have a conference before. Would is it, 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 Are you open? Would you invite him to actually address the House conference of Republicans? Well, what I will be doing on Tuesday afternoon, I, I think what you saw in January of this year when we were up there and it took 15 rounds to finally nominate the speaker with Kevin McCarthy, uh, you know, that was kind of a, a, a show. It was a spectacle. So I think what we're going to do now is we're going to try to do this behind closed doors uh, and try to find a candidate, just get one candidate that we can get behind and then walk out of that room uh, united with one candidate. Now, how long may that take? I don't know. But I, I tell you, from what I'm hearing up to this point with some members saying, the eight that did the motion to vacate, I mean, uh, we must change that rule. We can't, we should have never allowed just one to be able to file that privilege motion. So there are some that are going to say we got to change that rule. There are some that are going to say if you don't uh, provide funding to Ukraine, I can't support you. You've got all sorts of different opinions in, in our conference with the 222 of us. So trying to find that consensus candidate. It, it could take some time. Deals are going to have to be cut. I, I think it's going to be difficult. And, you, and you're arguing, you're positing that Trump could be the guy, at least on an interim basis, whether it's 100 days, I advocate 100 days, he would, he would turn it over, get you guys sorted, and then turn, you know, negotiate, and make sure there's no omnibus, make sure there's no other CR, get the investigations going, and then I, my, I advocate he steps down one year from the time he would uh, t- put his hand on the Bible in 2025, he would step down 20 January 2024. You're actually arguing he can go all the way through longer. Uh, but do you believe, because obviously there's a big difference. I mean, we're huge advocates of the motion to vacate because we think it's the way the grassroots keeps Damocles' sword over the, the K Street lobbyists. But you're, you're, is you're, you're thinking that Donald Trump is a guy can unite that entire conference? Well, I, I think members of Congress, and, and, and I'm doing some research on this, Steve, 
I'm looking at the 222 of us, and I'm going to predict a large majority, significant majority of the 222, at some point in time in their careers, whether they've been there six years, eight years, ten years, or even two years, has either either endorsed Donald Trump for president, or Donald Trump has endorsed them in their congressional districts. Probably some of them were begging for it because they had tough primaries, right? So if we've got a majority of the conference that has accepted their support from Donald Trump, right, and Donald Trump has supported them to get up into Congress, if that's good enough, why wouldn't he be good enough to be our speaker? Brilliant. Uh, have you had a conversation? Have you had a conversation with President Trump uh, about this? Oh, yes, I have. Yes. But I, uh, Steve, I love your brother. I, I'm not going to talk about what we talked about. I, I, uh, when he and I have our conversations, I don't share that with anybody. Perfect. Um, but next week you're going to return, and I take it in, in these behind closed doors uh, negotiations or fight. You're, you're going to put the, we, we can anticipate that, uh, Congressman Nels, that you will put this forward as something you've thought through? It's done. I am nominating Donald J. Trump for Speaker of the House. Yes. Congressman, how do people follow you on social media? I think that you're going to get a lot of people want to stay close to this uh, story. Uh, since you're going to nominate Trump, uh, President Trump, uh, how do people follow you on social media? Where do they go to the website to find out more about you? You can go to Rep Troy Nails, Rep Troy Nails, at Rep Troy Nails, yeah? N-E-H-L-S. Congressman, thank you so much. You best be paid. Quite you brilliant, sir. You thank you very much. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Yes. Wow. That's a bomb. And let me think about this for a second. Trump. So I have a bill. Crystal's up. I, I think the congressman is definitely onto something. And here's where I think it's important. President Trump's obviously running for president and he's leading. And, and there's an article out today about. Uh, a lot of pressure now on the Republican uh, establishment, the RNC, from people in the RNC saying we can't do this third, we got to shut down this third debate. Just remember, the hate and vitriol you saw yesterday on Fox against Gates, and you're still seeing it nonstop and unacceptable what Kilmeade did to Burchett, is coming from the murder. That's Murdoch's and Furious, uh, their boy McCarthy, who's just, you know, give them anything they want on this massive spending, is gone. Um because they help creating. Also, the debates, this is all to take out Trump. Remember, one of the things of the CR that was so terrible was it kicked it past October 31st so that um, Glenn Youngkin, you know, and get this total shot, a free shot on goal on, um, on um, not worrying about the country, he get a free shot on goal on these, on these House and Senate elections in Virginia. Because, and I think Youngkin just announced record-breaking fundraising, and he's having this on October, I think, 17th in, in Virginia Beach at the Cavalier Hotel. They're going to have all the swells, all the billionaires, the, the Hungarian billionaire that's in back of him is going to bring him, you know, with David Rubenstein and that entire crowd. Uh, they're going to get down there and, and get him as the alternative because the Keebler elves have collapsed. The Messenger, that newspaper now, has a, a lead story about polling that's coming out that shows that DeSantis is getting crushed in, in Florida. If you can't win in Florida, what are you going to do, dude? Not just win if you can't be competitive. So the, the Keebler Elves, that's over. Now, try as they may, you can't blame the RNC 
really for the first few debates, they were Fox News debates. Fox News and Fox Business, they were their debates. And right now they're saying they're embarrassing. Yeah, they are embarrassing. Why? Because Fox News has an agenda. That agenda is an anti-populist, anti-American nationalist, anti-MAGA, anti-Trump. Murdoch's been like that from the beginning. And that's where we find ourselves. Now, the congressman, and I think there's a lot of support for this, of what I'm hearing in the conference, on some interim basis, Trump would come in. That Trump would come in and try to pull the conference together and negotiate and make sure we didn't have these debacles, these debacles at the end of the year, which is coming. Another CR. And, then, and don't blame Gates and don't blame uh, the eight heroes for that. You should have left that meeting instead of having these raw nerves and being so emotional. Have you seen these guys up there? So therapeutic. They're part of the therapeutic culture. It's very raw. People, emotions are very raw. And, of course, I think it's Graves or somebody says, oh, yes, it, we might have come to fisticuffs. Cosmo Man, the, the deliverer of the deal that destroyed the nation when we had all the leverage. Remember why they did it. Always remember why they did it. Why did they give them the second year? And why did they take the caps off? Because the donors said, the big donors said, if this gets into the election year, they're going to look around the table and people are going to want tax increases on the super wealthy. Uh, you're correct. Because the super wealthy in this nation are a progressive bacillus into the country. Yep. That's what they are. You look at all the problems, the attacks on the family, all the woke, all the weaponized. You look at all this. The radical culture are trying to destroy the family as the core and the basics of the Judeo-Christian West. It's coming from them. So why shouldn't they pay for it? Why do you have a system here with the Federal Reserve just continuing to print money? The Fed at any time can make a decision to increase the money supply or just, you know, force in liquidity to prop them up, to prop up the real estate, to prop up the stocks, to prop up the bonds. They could do it at any time. They have a perfect system. This is why you've had the concentration of wealth. This is not quantum mechanics. It's pretty straightforward. Because you have a political system they own. Think, think of, look at the hatred on Gates. When he's standing there, like Daniel, when he's standing there and calls him out for taking the lobby, you know what, you know what they were accusing him of? of sending out these text messages and emails to you that you can hit them with a 5 or a 10 or a 15. Because you said, you know what, I'm, I'm broke, I'm not eating, i got to do this, I'm getting crushed. But hey, to have a fighter, heck, I'll give him 20 bucks. I'll skip a lunch. That's what they're accusing him of. Because they're backed by the lobbyists. He doesn't take back money. They don't back, and then they booed him. They, they hated it because they were exposed. I told you the masks were going to come off and they told you you're going to see who you're governed by. Now, if they were doing this, they governed the nation for the good of the nation, to build the nation, to build this republic so we could bequeath it to generations to come, I might not have a problem with it. I might not have a problem with that. Just might. But since every action, as Natalie G. Winter says, an accelerated collapse, an accelerated decline... They're grabbing with both hands on the way down. They're getting yours before it goes under. On Fox Business Report, the guy goes, hey, a depression like the 1930s awaits us. 
Because he's seen the math. He's done the arithmetic. That's what you're fighting for, and they hate you for it. They hate you for exposing their hypocrisy and what they are really doing to this nation. That's what they hate. Did you got to say so? That's what this fight is about. Short break. We're going to go to Ukraine with Natalie G. Winners next. I am the last person on earth to nag you about your diet. I think you can see I don't always make the healthiest food choices either. But I will share that the Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure and cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. I don't. And you probably won't. That's why I take Field of Greens every morning. Unlike the others, each fruit and each vegetable and field of greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs like heart, lungs, kidneys, and immune system. Flu season is here, and I trust field of greens to help me stay healthy. Field of greens works fast. You feel better with more energy, and you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier too. If you don't always eat right and exercise, join me and take field of greens. Now, let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. More energy. You'll look better. You'll feel better. And you'll get what the Mayo Clinic says is what you need in fruits and vegetables every day. Fieldofgreens.com. Code Bannon. Take agency. Do it today. Action, action, action. Opponents, if Republicans say, right, that's it, we're not funding anymore. Yeah, absolutely. If you look at the statistics, Europeans are neck and neck with the Americans on military aid, which people may not realize. You know, we think we're a feckless, useless continent who are just relying and freeloading on you. We would never we, think we that. Would well, never. Yeah, we would never. Yeah, I will say early on, or I, I say by early on, maybe six months, a year ago, it looked like the United States was doubled as far as military supplies. But you all were helping uh, financially in other ways. Are you saying now on the, the on military uh, contributions? Yeah, we're, 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 we're reaching up. But I think as your point is vital, which is it isn't just about the number of guns or number of tanks. You know, who brokered the 750,000 rounds of South Korean artillery shells that basically enabled this Ukrainian okay, offensive. Broker, okay. without... Look, all those numbers are lies. We put a we finally expect, we put 113 to 115 billion dollars cash money hard already in. You're paying for their retirement plan. You're paying for their health care. You're paying for all of it. How's that retirement plan of yours working out, audience? It's good. That that pension you got. I'm not talking Social Security because remember the elites, the Cokes. The Cokes want to take that away, that 1000 bucks, that 1100 bucks you get from Social Security every month after working yourself to death and paying in for all that time. They, 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 it drives them crazy you're getting that. They hate it. And your Medicare. That's the problem. Just like, just like the wages of the working class are the problem with inflation. And we've got to flood the zone with illegal alien labor to drive down labor costs. They're always thinking of you folks. They got your back. Remember, everything that they think about in this city and on Wall Street is how to suppress you, control you, force you into compliance. All of it. We're going to have BD up 
uh, next in the next hour. It, the FBI Newsweek's got this explosive story about the FBI once again targeting MAGA for 2024. Can't make this stuff up. You'd be thrown out of the room in Hollywood. I want to give you some statistics. I'm going to bring Natalie in because Ukraine, this, they have a fetish, a fetish about Ukraine. I still can't figure it out. I, I can't quite figure out. I can't quite get what this obsession is. The number this year, just to understand, is $80 billion. And they're trying to think about how they, you know, they want to get $6 billion in and some CR, and then they're going to get another 24 in. They got $80 billion. They've committed $80 billion. They verbally have told him $80 billion. $80 billion. That would give us $200 billion by the end of, by September 30th of next year. $200 billion. Coming off $9 trillion we squandered in Iraq and Afghanistan with defeats. This is what your elites have done to you. After that, after that $9 trillion in Iraq and Afghanistan in 20-year wars, with your sons and daughters have the PTSD, your sons and daughters are in these VA hospitals with horrible injuries. Your sons and daughters are over at Section 60 at Arlington National Cemetery among our honored dead. Are there children anywhere there? Bush's daughters? They were too, are they, were they too good to fight? You want me to go through and count how many young women, how many Hispanic, African-American, white working class women died in Iraq because of his war choice, but his daughters are too good for it? You're sitting up there on NBC every day. You're too good for it. You're too good for it. The Bushes are too good for it. They send George P. Bush and get a ticket punch when he goes over as some JAG officer for a while so he can get a ticket punch. Uh, Biden sends that drug addict son, Hunter, forces him into the Navy, and he's thrown out in 30 days. The bigger problem is the Navy has with drugs, where officers and chief petty officers have to be, no, they got, they got to be the front line, particularly the junior officers, and making sure that doesn't spread, and he gets his son in there for a ticket punch. Well, your sons and daughters go over there and die in their wars, and you pay for it? That's the quality of the elite you have in this country. Yes, we detest them because they're detestable, what they've done to this nation. You just saw the example in the, in the remember, uh, Morning Joe, they're sitting there talking, says, why can it be like George Bush and Clinton, you know, embracing and, and doing amnesty? Because America is for American citizens. That's what you have not put first. That's what you don't care about. You don't care about the sovereignty of this nation. You don't care about the territorial integrity of this nation. You don't care about the self-determination of this nation. You don't care about the sovereignty of the American citizens. You don't care about the self-determination of the American citizens. And you don't care about the territorial integrity of where American citizens live, like in the Rio Grande Valley, and in South Texas, and in Southern Arizona, and in California, New Mexico. Oh, and now everywhere, including New York City, that's why the mayor, the the clown mayor of New York is down in Mexico. Hey, I'm here to tell people, no, but New York City's not open. Well, bro, you've been telling them it's a sanctuary city forever, and come on. And this morning, you're sitting in the morning, Joe, let's have a big group hug. Well, hey, tell you what, go have a group hug up in the Upper West Side. Let's go have a group hug up there. 
They're going to be another couple of hundred thousand this month. Let's send a hundred thousand. Let's have it and send a hundred thousand. Let's send ten combat divisions. Send a hundred thousand. Ten combat divisions. I tell you what, we'll split them up. We'll send five combat divisions of illegal aliens to the west side. And just to show that we're decent folks, we'll split it up and we'll send it over to the perfume stockade of the Upper East Side. We'll send five divisions over there. Let's put 5,000 at 5,000. Oh, excuse me. That's 10, 50,000 at 50,000. Getting ahead of my arithmetic. Let's do that. Let's see. You don't, Eric Adams is only down there because they're upset. Eric Adams only is up there because the commercial property in New York City is going through a free fall. Why? It's a hellscape. The mayor of Chicago and Pritzker, these are the most radical people in the country. They're saying now Biden needs to take action. You know what Biden's action was? Look at the McDaniel Drudge. Let's build a wall. I think there was a guy that mentioned that once or twice, and you called him a racist. You called him a fascist. You have four indictments with 91 charges with 700 years in prison. And you're in New York City today trying to destroy his business empire. I think I remember this guy. I think his name was, what was it? What was it? Oh, Trump. Yeah, that guy. The best thing we could do right now is have President Trump on an interim basis return to the nation's capital. Walk in to the, to the, the sanctuary of Nancy Pelosi and step in as interim Speaker of the House. I say it's for 100 days to sort this thing out and get it in the right direction. Think about it for a second. How would the established order accept that? You want to go back to Republican Rome? You're living in days of history. Guys, you don't need to go to TikTok. Just watch the war room. Next. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 